site, Bling Bingfield here, with a special uh, podcast, Bling Troll podcast, and we're not at my usual headquarters, we're at the circus. We're at the circus with Edge. Shumufsky, because we have to get the last name, and I guess everybody's very concerned with that as that hello, 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 Blaine's World, what do you call it, they have like a, Blaine. a tri- Blaine's Tribe? Blaine's the Blaine's Tribe, is it the Blainsers? And they're going to be seeing you later on Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, so thanks for listening in, folks. This is really exciting because I'm here with Edge at the Leonardo's Leonardo's Circus, that's right. I'm going to invite you to come to us because I'll tell you, Edge, I've been here now, this is the third year I've been here, and each year, incredible, it seems to get better and better. Yes, it does. Well, let me ask you this, in terms of being in the circus, as a kid, where did you grow up? Uh, I was born in Philadelphia, um, uh, right downtown at Fishtown, um, you know, and uh, I, I grew up in a, in a bunch of uncles that were uh, jokesters to say the least, you know. Uh, so, but we moved from Philadelphia, which was way upstate New York, um, up on the Canadian border when I was just about, uh, about 12 years old. And um, I, I saw a, a juggler at the Renaissance Fair when we moved up there, you know, so we're from inner city. All the way up to the to the New York and, and uh, Canadian border, and uh, I went to this Renaissance Fair, and there was a juggler there, and I just loved what he did. Um, and I spent the whole weekend there, just watching his show over and over and over again. And by that winter, I was doing birthday parties um, at, at about 13 years old. And so, when did you decide you wanted to be in the circus? Right away, as soon as I saw the juggler. I mean, juggling and, and circus are kept inextricably you know, overlaid. I don't know if that's the, way, that's the right way to say that. But when I became a juggler, or when I started learning how to juggle, um, everybody right away said, oh, you're in a circus. Oh, you're in a circus. But I didn't really know when I learned how to juggle. I just learned how to juggle from a, from a street performer, kind of. You know, and I loved the idea that I could take these three things, whatever they are, or, and uh, I could impress my friends, or I could impress the girls, or I could impress people just by doing this thing by myself in private, and then bring it out when it's ready. And that had a real, that really, t- that really, you know, resonated with me. Um, so I learned how to jump. And then the clowning came late. Well, it's so frustrating you the first time I saw you, and each time you, you tend to juggle different things. In other words, you, are you always looking to find something else to juggle? Yeah, I got, I got bored with traditional <laughs> juggling really fast. Um, I think some of the shine wore off when, um, as I started studying the art and seeking it out and going to see other performers, and I started seeing a lot of repetition and a, and a lot of the bits and the gags that were so refreshing to me are like this one you got to me. I don't ever recall that. Um, they were refreshing. When you first see something, you're like, oh my God, that was amazing. And then if you go and you see somebody else do something extremely similar, but if I was and then you see a third and a fourth and a fifth and a sixth further, I'm like, oh my God, everybody's doing it. I didn't know when you see it for the first time. And a lot of people's experience will only be one type of juggler or so you know it doesn't necessarily but as i searched as an artist i saw a lot of similarities and i and i i looked to bring something new to whether it's the prop or the way the prop is presented where the prop is built and where the prop is lit or what the what you do with the prop um, and just try to mix it up in some way sometimes better sometimes worse but definitely different who are like so much better watching it who the salaries and juggling was the fun in, involved with it and their enthusiasm which is so yeah. overwhelming to watch you. But I love what I do. Yeah, I love what I do. Yeah, there's nothing else I would want to do in, in the world. When was the first circus you ran? 
I went to the Ringling Brothers in Laudermill Valley Clown College in 1993, and uh, that was a, one of the turning points that, uh, that led to a lifetime of energy. Uh, I, I think, you know, when you're you're teen and preteen, you're developing and you're growing, and I knew I had a passion for it, but I, I don't know, had I not gotten into Ringling's, I don't know that I would have continued as I did. Uh, that was like a, 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 um, my introduction to truly professional. No, it's my dream. It was what I You would bring in books out. I cited three tours with them for three years. I was uh, graduating from college in 93, and I toured from 94, 95, and that's. Again, I saw Red Beauty. Mickey Wood to this circus, which blew me away the first time I saw it. Who would have thought there'd be a circus coming to Asheville, North Carolina? But somehow sent him a group of rides at Let's Go, and we did. What's the idea behind this service? This is, yeah. Well, Kevin's also, uh, Kevin Bernardos, our proprietor and our, the, the visionary for this whole thing, is also like from well, spent like five years. He was actually uh, the youngest ringmaster to ever ringmaster the Rally Boys show after 300 years. Um, so when he left the show, he, you know, he, he was looking for a place to continue to follow his circus dream. Not to be, you know, that's that's our our motto here is follow your dreams. In particular, we are following the circus dream. And uh, he, he looked around and he realized the best way to to uh, have the job he wanted was created. Um, and in doing so, he made a, a playground for all of us. And now, um, in his nearly several nine years uh, since he started, I've been here almost three. And um, I've already watched, uh, you know, a plethora of beautiful artists get really wonderful experience here. And it's only growing, and it's going to continue to grow. And uh, this is going to be one of the staples of the American circus for a long time. And talk about the circus set, this particular circus, for those who have never seen it. In other words, uh, it's not the Lingling Brothers circus where we grew up with animals and stuff. Well, I mean, typical is the relative word. Uh, there is, you're about exact, you're about a generation off uh, on 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 your numbers there because there's pe there's more people to don't really understand what a circus is right now, an entire generation of people. And if we if they do know what it is, it's probably Cirque Soleil um, or probably not Ring. Ring's been gone. I mean, now they're back now, but they've been gone for a long time. And even before, they were having a hard time getting that, um, you know, beautiful, put your phone down generation to come see. Now, they're they're doing a really good job of uh, getting that sorted out right now. But um, relative to circus in general, what makes this show different um, is it's a Broadway-style show. So there are genuine singing and dancing. This is more like... Uh, the Greatest Showman. Right. Um, it was very popular. Uh, Kevin is a great vocalist, and, and we have um, dedicated song and dance breaks in the middle of the circus. That isn't necessarily. I mean, there's there's spec and there's management ringling, which is song and dance breaks. So I shouldn't have said that, but uh, not as as clear cut as uh, this is a Broadway style. Uh, it's very. I thought I, the experience that people would get when they come here. So nice thing we recommended Camp Merton to be. You can see perfectly almost from anywhere. But what, what do they see then? They got no animals. Is that correct? No animals in the show. And as far as bang for your buck, uh, I don't know of a better entertainment value. Um, if we have a seven o'clock show like we usually do on weekdays, uh, the tent opens at six o'clock. 
all right? So, in 20 minutes, I, I, I come out on stage, and I want to do 30 to 40 minutes of entertainment before the show even starts. And I take that very seriously. It's not like a, a just you know, a presence. I'm trying to do a, a, a genuine performance for the people that did come early enough to be seated and, and, and want something to look at, you know? Um, so the entertainment starts before the show even starts. And then when the performance begins, like I said, it's a Broadway style, human-based, absolutely incredible human beings doing incredible things uh, to a great soundtrack in an amazing vintage environment that uh, is second to nothing. What kind of accent does it see? They need to go get a ticket at liveyourcircusdream.com. That's liveyourcircusdream.com. And come find out what Blaine is talking about. Uh, they're going to see all kinds of different acts. Circus acts, um, comedy acts, juggling acts, flying acts, stationary acts, on the ground, in the air, uh, in, your, in your lap sometimes. It's, um, it's, a, it's a wonderful experience and I wouldn't do it an injustice if I tried to describe it any more than I already have. How long is the show? The show is about 90 minutes long. It's got about 15 minute intermission. Uh, and then there is an opportunity at the end of each and every show for every single person in the house to come onto the stage with the cast and get a photograph. So one of the things too that um, you're encouraging good advice is definitely get here early. Um, yes, definitely get here early. And we're really gonna talk about it. I get your ticket right now. We were sold out last night. So uh, you guys come out. You got uh, Asheville is our fifth year coming here. So there's been a lot of uh, repeat customers. And uh, so if you're gonna pick a, a prime night, uh, I give your tickets right away. And shows are typically when? We have one shows, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, two Saturday, two Sunday. We're gonna do that for three weeks, ending on the 19th. And then so after you finish here. Where do you go? We go to Winter Garden, Florida, just outside of Orlando. And how long are you there? Uh, we're there for three weeks as well, I believe. And then we do one week in Tampa, three more weeks in uh, St. Augustine, and that's the rest of this tour, this year's tour. That must be some process, just seeing the trucks outside. How long does it take you to set up? Um, we break the setup into two days. Uh, if we have the time to do that. Um, but the, your total number, if you're talking about we're on the lot and everything's in the truck and we need to do a show, uh, we can do it in under nine hours um, from trucks to set up, but we try not to do that in one day. We try to break that off into um, like a four hour day and a six hour day. So people can um, breathe a little bit. Nine, you know, if we can get, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a it's an evolving question. It has so many elements. Uh, right now we're on blacktop. Um, so we can put the trailer very close to the equipment that we're moving. Everything's on wheels, so it rolls. Sometimes that trailer is 200 yards away and it's grass. So we've got a forklift, everything. So it's relative. Uh, but in a perfect world, I'm convinced we can do this. And we have done uh, in, in under 10 hours, so that I enjoy And how many people travel with you, Keith? Okay. Um, on the road, we have about 15 people. Um, and then there's a team that is uh, land-based. Uh, Dr. talks camping about how many people he's got deployed across the country because we've got uh, PR teams and we've got marketed teams and we've got licensing teams, permit teams, and there's all kinds of people behind here. Leaving 15 people, um, they're all working on all aspects of this. You were mentioning setting up 
celebrate them all? Yes, everybody does everything unless you are a mother. Um, if you have children, you are excused from, uh, you know, if you can pitch in, you pitch in, but for the most part, they gotta go take care of the kids. There is right now uh, six kids uh, on, on the lot, um, and they're tiny kids in the uh, detentions. So we can't expect that you know, uh, you know, get a babysitter or anything. Um, but we are gonna have a full-time teacher next year, during uh, the set, so there'll be um, uh, the, uh, the, the continuation of all the, the kids as they get older uh, to make sure their education is getting shorty. Um, and uh, I forget what the other part of that question is. Oh, we'll come to it. Unloading and loading out. Yes, we all do it. Um, and, uh, and then there's a, there's a dedicated group of about four guys that are only big. They're the stage engine you'll see running around moving the props of their tent crew. So like when we gotta wash the tent, they don't call them that with approval of that or when we have to maintain the tent between the shows we don't have to do that there's a proof but when it comes to the, the nitty-gritty put these chairs where they're set put those poles up get those lights up all hands on next before if you were uh he's chasing the important information so people might come and have so and put the show up in set play to our running the show is running time what they can we are open right now, and we are through the 19th of this month. So we, uh, right now, this is a Friday, so we've got a show tonight uh, at 6 o'clock, 10, opens. Uh, then we got two tomorrow and two Sunday. There'll be none Monday or Tuesday. Start again Wednesday with one, Thursday one, Friday one, Saturday two, Sunday two, Monday, Tuesday dark. We'll do it one more time, and then we'll be done. Bye to you, Edie. And just a, a final question to let people that EDF pre saw the show in the past, before we have two years of running, we our third year. Are they about lighting it different every year? Oh, absolutely. No, this is a completely different show. Completely different song, completely different dance. Um, there are some of the same people, but they're doing different acts. Um, there's a uh, very strong core group here that um, the, the minute we start a tour, they have an act that they're performing and an act that they're working on for the next tour. So that they're always reinventing themselves uh, and we don't bring the same material. We might bring the same performers, but we don't bring the same material to the town more than twice. And um, you do change your... Yes, I have reinvented myself here uh, three, coming on four times. Uh, and and uh, something different every time, more than I ever expected. I mean, I came here for three months, uh, about uh, almost two and a half years ago. Fun. If I can, you walk to work. The part that you work, when I ask you to give a quick demonstration, if you would. Okay, demonstration. Diablo. I have to ask you, since we're um, being watched by a book with a useful friend of ours, I want you to shout out to who introduced us, I think. Lisa. Is Lisa out there? Is she a Blaine's, a Blaine's World follower? She is. I love Lisa. She, uh, we grew up together a very, very long time ago. Uh, she was one of my friends from my Philadelphia years. Right. So uh, the Lisa is a Jamis. Well, yeah, Swenson. Um, sorry, Jaffy. I do. I don't know that dude. I just know Lisa Swenson from when I was at the yeah, end. Lisa. Hi, Lisa. What's happening? Oh, oh, my God. What are you doing? You look so good. I haven't seen you so long. Because you drive right by the tent. You didn't even come see me. That's ridiculous. Okay, never mind. Now we will. Say to Lisa, do I have Edge give a brief demonstration to work? I keep it under like two hours, you think? Keep it under two hours. You don't even have to get up. No, i it's fine, I'm gonna stay away. Okay. You don't even have to get in a thank you. Yes, this is one of my favorite tricks. You may have seen me do this uh, like first year, 
uh, uh, with my uh, ricochet bungee apparatus. And, uh, but it is this is this is a Chinese yo-yo. Um, now this is an extremely old trick. This dates back three thousand years into the into the Chinese heritage. Um, it, it's it's like carbon stone walls and stuff. Um, not this one, exactly, on its similar ones. You can hear Lisa already. Okay, um, and what it is, it's the original yo-yo. Now, you guys are used to a yo-yo that stays on the string, and this one can, of course, stay on the string. Your yo-yo probably would go up and down, similar to this right here. What? Seated, wait, I'm doing this seated, okay? And then let's see if we get back underneath that. But of course, this yo-yo can leave the string. Now, I'm sure that's not even out of your frame. Whammo, whammo. Wim, watch this, this is the big one. Wim, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Let the stick go, pop it up, catch it. Wim, that's what I'm talking about! For Auto Circus, liveyourcircusdream.com. It's that simple. Get on there, get your tickets to Asheville, because we are here, not for a long time, but for a good time. And hopefully we'll be back next year. As always, friend, Ed's thank you. You're the man. Good. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Let me just explain. So I'm a crazy guy. A crazy blade.